Yes, it's Jade Kolf here at The Kolf Man, episode five of the No Holds Barred Sports Podcast, coming at you, bringing the fire, bringing the heat, and I just wanted to start today's episode, we're going to continue to talk about uh, the NBA here, it is uh, absolutely hoops mad at the moment with free agency about to open up over the weekend. And I just want to touch on some topics that people need to be aware of or all the hot action that's going on. Um, starting out with the, the New York Knicks, we know that uh, Phil Jackson was uh, sensationally fired there from uh, from James Dolan and the Knicks organization uh, a couple of days ago, and rightly so. Phil Jackson, since arriving uh, in New York uh, to take over that role, um, basically has just... Uh, has looked disinterested, has not uh, built really a, a cohesive unit there uh, or organisation, uh, and the Knicks are, are basically been in term. They were in turmoil before before Phil arrived, but uh, they've actually gotten worse since uh, since he's been there, which is amazing. With someone like Phil Jackson, with his record uh, as a coach with the Chicago Bulls and the Los Angeles Lakers, uh, he's got to go down as one of the worst, uh, you know, GMs uh, in the in the history of the NBA. Uh, just a sensational exit that he made, but um, the organization couldn't take any more. They need to move on, and they need to uh, they need to uh, solidify their organization. Uh, basically with the front office uh, because the front office is in such a shambles. Uh, the product that they're putting out on the court is turning into an absolute shambles as well. And with a big market like uh, New York, uh, it's always always under scrutiny, uh, even more so because of the, the massive market that is New York City. Um, you know, their sports teams are under more pressure than, than uh, any other franchises out there especially the the small market franchises obviously los angeles and new york are the are the massive markets uh but the knicks they need to get back on track and uh david griffin after he was uh he was moved on from the cleveland cavaliers uh about a week ago uh the general manager there he was he was looking for a pay rise there in cleveland now he is obviously under a lot of pressure there dealing with lebron uh dealing with uh dealing with ownership there and uh, his uh, asking price was uh, a little bit too much uh, for the owner, Dan Gilbert. And Dan Gilbert said, look, um, David Griffin, you can take a walk. I'm not going to pay you, uh, I think it was the $7 million that he was demanding uh, to stay on there as the, as the general manager of, uh, of the Cleveland Cavaliers. And um, uh, Dan Gilbert said, you know what, take a hike. I, I don't want to pay that price. Uh, so David Griffin said, okay, no problem. Um, I think... Uh, Griffin probably felt that uh, you know his run was was done there uh, in Cleveland. Obviously, losing four one to uh, the Golden State Warriors, uh, the series was a bit of a blowout. They were competitive only in probably a, a couple of games, but really uh, lacked the speed and lacked the the skill to to uh, stay with uh, the Golden State Warriors. Who won LeBron James averaging a triple double throughout the uh, throughout the series. Uh, he was sensational. But um, you know, Kyrie Irving showed uh, glimpses of, glimpses of his brilliance, but uh, they were outmatched. And and Griffin uh, moved on. But the New York Knicks are 
are looking to catch up with him to uh, to to see if there's an interest there in their in their general manager position. Um, so talks are obviously early. They're trying to track him down, um, sit down with him, see if they connect uh, on the vision and, and what they want to do. And um, it's a it's a big. Uh, it's a big scoop there. Um, Griffin, I would be very surprised if they are, if the Knicks are able to get a hold of him, if uh, he doesn't take on that role there. But uh, also John Calipari, John Calipari, uh, the uh, the coach of the Kentucky Wildcats in the NCAA and the college program over there in, in the United States, um, he was linked also to the position there in New York. I'm not too sure how that link came about, but Calipari, um, obviously. He uh, he's a a high uh, highly rated uh, college coach in the United States, and uh, he has been linked to the uh, position there in New York as well. So that is uh, an interesting. Uh so Calipari is always an interesting one. Uh, he's got one of the best jobs in, in the United States of America, being the head coach of the Kentucky Wildcats. Uh, he runs a very, very successful program there. Even though it is a bit of a controversial program, he always has the, the number one recruiting class or, or one of the top five recruiting classes in the United States. Guys out of high school and a lot of his players are coming out after their freshman year of college and being drafted into the NBA. So he turns over a lot of players. His attitude is he prepares players uh, to, to go and make money in the NBA, to, uh, to, to go and uh, to be pro players uh, instead of uh, having them hang around and, and get their education and play college ball. So he's a controversial figure. Uh, it came up that he was linked to, to uh, you know, the president position that Phil Jackson uh, vacated or was fired from, uh, but then he's come out and denied uh, that he has any interest in the job whatsoever. But where there's smoke, there's fire. Uh, and I'm sure Calipari, um, a, a guy such as him, uh, who, you know, I think the the lure of uh, New York City and the, the, you know, being the president of basketball operations is a, is a, a real, uh, uh, something that he would be interested in. Uh, that's for sure. A guy like that who uh, is always looking to... Uh, uh, you know, for new challenges and uh, what bigger challenge there is there to uh, to to uh, transform the New York Knicks into a successful organisation because they are far from that right now. In fact, they are absolutely disgraceful where they are right now, both on and off the court. So uh, both Griffin and Calipari, stay tuned with that one there. Um, now we're on to the, we're going to talk about uh, some players now, obviously Gordon Haywood of the Utah Jazz, he's opted out of his contract there at Utah. So uh, he this weekend he will be taking meetings uh, all over the United States with uh, some of the teams that he he's looking to uh, to to possibly get on board with. Now uh, he's meeting with uh, the Miami Heat this weekend. Pat Riley's come out and said, look, he's going to fly him down to uh, to South Beach. Um, He's going to wine and dine Haywood and uh, obviously sell him on the lifestyle down there um, that, uh, that, that obviously South Beach uh, can provide. Obviously, he's been heavily connected with the Boston Celtics too. Danny Ainge has uh, you know, a massive amount of draft picks. He's, uh, he's acquiring draft picks like their sports cars, but just doesn't want to pull the trigger on any moves. Um, you know, clubs such as the Houston Rockets are making moves. Um, but uh, Ainge is just sitting there in the in the front office, and he's he's holding on to these, and um, people are waiting for him to pull the trigger. 
but he's hoping Gordon Haywood comes across uh, to be united with his old college coach and become a Boston Celtic, and then the domino effect will uh, domino effect of players player movement will uh, will take fold. Um, you know, a lot of pressure on Danny Ainge here. As I said, he's acquired all these draft picks. He's been under a little bit of fire here over the last week, week or so, or since the NBA draft. Um, he needs to land uh, a couple of a couple of big free agents and and really shore up that roster uh, and get a super team going here. Or, um, you know, he's going to miss the boat. Uh, and the other, uh, obviously, the other talk was uh, Paul George. Uh, you know, the possibility of Gordon Haywood and Paul George going to uh, the Boston Celtics. That would give them uh, an amazing lineup. Haywood, George, uh, Isaiah Thomas, uh, Al Horford, uh, just to name a few. That's a team that uh, would uh, would definitely contend for the uh, Eastern Conference Championship and and uh, to make a run at the NBA Finals. The, the big thing that Ainge is really a bit gun-shy on with Paul George is, you know, he doesn't want George to come across, play a year, and then uh, and then fleece off to Hollywood, uh, to where he wants to play for the Los Angeles Lakers. But I think Ainge needs to pull the trigger on this, because I think uh, you get uh, George in a winning environment. Um, I think there's a, every possibility that he hangs around and uh, and and stays on a long long term deal. Um, you know, obviously Cleveland are looking to get George as well, and obviously the Houston Rockets are making some major, major moves there as well. So um, stay tuned on that one there. Carmelo Anthony is the other one as well. Um, uh, there's been talk that he wants to go to uh, play with uh, Chris Paul at the Houston Rockets. Um, so that one has come out of uh, left field as well. So you'll have uh, Chris Paul, James Harden, Car- Carmelo Anthony, which would be... Uh, a formidable lineup. Um, so all kinds of things going on. Uh, I think Haywood, when he uh, whatever move he makes, I think the dominoes will fall. You know the Carmelo Anthony situation. He's got to find a way to get out of New York. Um, I think I don't think uh, there's any value in there whatsoever for him staying in in New York City. So. Um, I'm not surprised that uh, with Harden and Chris Paul there that the Houston Rockets uh, have become a very, very attractive destination for someone such as Carmelo Anthony. Um, you know, to have those three guys there, um, gee whiz, they've got a bunch of shooters there. Um, it's great to see the Houston Rockets making some serious moves, putting pressure on some of these other organisations to... Uh, to take some risks and, and start uh, start wheeling and dealing because that is what it's all about. And this weekend, this weekend, um, you will see players, as I said, you will see the dominoes uh, start to fall. Once Haywood makes his move, I expect him to, uh, to say, you know what, Boston, I am coming. And then um, it will be an absolute frenzy um, from there on out. I believe the Los Angeles Lakers are still, they're, they're trying to piece together uh, a deal to get Paul George across now at this very moment in time because they understand that with the Celtics, the Rockets and the Cleveland uh, Cleveland Cavaliers um, looking to shore up their, their player stocks, um, they don't want to lose Paul George to one of those teams uh, long term. Yes, he has said he wants to go to the Los Angeles Lakers, but as I said previously, I think if he goes to a winning situation where where he's got superstars uh, such as LeBron James or, or a Chris Paul and James Harden uh, or a Gordon Haywood around him and they're winning games and they're going deep into the playoffs, he may go, you know what, 
this is pretty good. Uh, I want to be able to do this for the next four or five years of my career. Uh, and I think he may forget about um, Los Angeles and, and Southern California. So Magic Johnson and Rob Polinka, I'm sure they're working frantically behind the scenes to get something done. And uh, I, I really hope they do get something done because, uh, you know, Paul George and uh, Lonzo Ball in L.A. Uh, is a, a very, very, very attractive uh, attractive start of, uh, of, of a squad. And, um, you know, to get uh, some, uh, another player to come across there as well, um, the Lakers will be heading back in the right direction and we need uh, the Los Angeles Lakers uh, to be an attractive organisation, and the more successful they are, uh, it is great for the league. So, all kinds of stuff going on, guys. Um, don't be afraid to uh, to call in and um, you know contribute, uh, ask some questions in terms of um, you know any thoughts on any of these players. Um, I'm keen to get your thoughts, uh, your input. But uh, this has been uh, Jade Kolf uh, at the Kolf Man for the No Holds Barred Sports Podcast. Stay tuned over the weekend. Um, more episodes to be coming, more news. Uh, we are going to hit the ground running and we'll be bringing the heat on some of these hot topics. We will see you guys then. The podcast you just heard was made using Anchor. Ever thought about making your own podcast? Anchor makes it really easy for anyone to get started. It's a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing podcasts. Best of all, it's 100% free. Sign up now at anchor.fm slash new. That's anchor.fm slash new to get started.